0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to We Watch Shutter. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me?
1: It's Dum Dum JD, who doesn't know how to operate an interview recorder.
0: It's Dum Dum JD, who doesn't know how to operate a video recorder, audio recorder. Interview recorder. Interview recorder. It's always Sorry, me. I Ugh, messed up your legal name. It's always Dum Dum JD who doesn't I, know how to operate an interview recorder.
1: For those of you who don't know what's going on, uh, we had another Time Bomb Pro Wrestling event last night. As I'm recording this, uh, that we were sponsors for. We love Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. Uh, JD was out there flying solo. Had to operate the equipment. That's never a good plan. Uh, clearly, uh, did three really great interviews. Uh, one with, uh, with Minnesota wrestling legend, world-traveled uh, uh, Darren Corbin. Uh, also one with uh, independent wrestling uh, current superstar, uh, the bad boy Joey Janela. And then I also got to talk just briefly with a uh, somebody I had never heard of until he appeared at the Time Bomb show last night. Guys, his name is Big O Possum. You know, it made some of you if you're a wrestling fan, kinda of like Big E Langston, except it's Big O possum. And he comes out in a possum suit, like a luchador suit, but his mask is a possum and he's from Australia and he carries a, a, a possum like a like a stuffy a stuffed animal possum Joey in a pouch on the front of his wrestling gear. His Joey's name is Joseph. It was big old possum. It was I'm still not entirely certain it actually happened. Anyway, the point is I had great interviews with all three of these wonderful gentlemen. Uh and I didn't even bother to record any of them and I completely wasted everybody's time and I feel bad about it and I can't get over it. Michelle, you should probably take over. From here, I'm just going to be a sad sack all episode.
0: Well, what kind of We Watch Shudder episode would it be if one of us didn't desperately need therapy that day? Oh, I feel hey, like that's, that's a... our over our our big theme throughout that's these. That's We are point. both mentally unwell, and sometimes one of us is more mentally unwell than the other. I'm and not sometimes crazy. We're both I'm manic. just
1: a little unwell. <laughs> oh God! See, I'm well, singing I'm... Matchbox Twenty songs from the late '90s. Something is terribly wrong.
0: I have been listening to Push On Repeat ever since I saw the Barbie movie. I have never had a thing for Ryan Gosling. I do have a thing for Ryan Gosling as Ken. I don't know what it is about a man wearing a gigantic fur coat and a fanny pack that has his own name on it. But that's my type now, I guess. Thanks, Ryan Gosling.
1: Everybody's got to have a type, Michelle. Everybody's got to (sighs) have a type. Just don't tell your husband.
0: I absolutely have so many times. I am going to get him a <laughs> fanny pack with his name on it and he does not agree to it, but if I buy it, he has to wear it. You know what else has a type? We have types of horror movies we that we sure watch. Do. <laughs> Excellent uh, transition,
1: you're... Michelle.
0: Thank you. I've been I've gotten much better at working our way out of the hole that we dig ourselves into every
1: episode. We'll never get fully out of the hole, Michelle. <laughs>
0: No, exactly. We're just kind of like shoveling enough dirt to like pop over the edge and be like, we're back on track. And then we fall back.
1: So I like to like to live my life. Always just a little in the hole
0: a little in the hole that's weird uh, anyway keep it pg today what were um, we
1: what movie did we watch <laughs> this week because you guys know we watch shutter that's why it's called we watch shutter we watch new and original or new original exclusive releases when they don't have new uh, original and exclusive releases we watch older original and exclusive releases we got a brand new one this week michelle tell them what it's called
0: Yeah, it's called The Communion Girl or La Nina de la Communion. Uh, Um, Which,
1: according to the subtitles in the movie, uh, is The Little Communion Girl. And I almost like that even more, the the additional uh, little on that translation. But we'll talk more about that later.
0: (laughs) Well, they did not include the word little in their title, so that's on them.
1: Right, exactly. Uh but That's we'll talk them. about oh man, yeah, there's something about that title that once you understand this movie it's uh, uh it's a little bit extra creepy. Anyway. Uh yeah. we well, uh, I, I don't even remember how these episodes work anymore, Michelle. Yes, okay.
0: you, I, you, got I got it. I got the range. Let me, me lead this horse out of the desert. It's Old. very thirsty. It's really tired. It's been walking a long way. Why the fuck do we think it was a good idea to bring a horse into the desert? Why are the two of us riding around on a horse in Why the desert? We, the horse Why doesn't even have a name. I it's was going to say we didn't
1: even bother to name the horse. What, oh, the, what's I'm wrong so with sorry. us? We're oh, terrible people, oh, Michelle. The horse died.
0: We're never going to oh. talk about this again. Let's no, talk let's, about the movie instead. So, so we're not like going to we're not going to
1: we're not going to beat up the dead horse.
0: We're not going to bury it either. Quick walk uh, away before anybody sees it. What is wrong
1: with us? <laughs> <sighs>
0: I don't know. I enjoy You notice it. how I've started oh.
1: saying what is wrong with us so that I don't have to yeah. shoulder all of the blame myself.
0: No, that's fine. Uh, There's (laughs) always something perpetually wrong with me. So even if I seem okay, I'm not. It's fine. Uh, If you're out there in listener land, if you're having a bad day and you don't want to say what is wrong with me, feel free to say what is wrong with us and include me in that sentence. I will always happily shoulder the burden of mental unwellness with you because at some point I'm depressed or I'm manic or I'm just At a point where I'm right between the two, but it will only last a little bit. So uh, always, you know, just think of me when you're sad.
1: You know what I love about this? Mm -hmm. This this episode very much started off as as therapy time for JD. And then Michelle very deftly uh, redirected it back towards (laughs) the movie. uh, And then I successfully twisted it into uh, therapy time for Michelle. And now we're still not (laughs) talking about the movie
0: oh man well let's go ahead and talk we're about a the movie. special i feel like what we're talking about more might be a little bit more than what we want to say about the movie so okay, we'll find out we do not know how either of us feel about this movie yet right so i literally got you.
1: done i literally got done watching this movie not two minutes before michelle gave me a call so we could record this episode
0: yeah, he was just having a night Before it's, that I, I have, I'm ha- You ever had one of those days, Michelle? I'm having I've one had of one of those, those lives
1: days. Oh, man. Someone. Yeah, I went there. That's an inside oh. joke, guys. It's a whole thing. It's a really anyway. good inside joke, though, for uh, the few of us. <laughs> <in> the, <way. laughs> the communion girl. Which uh, which yes. summary are we going with tonight, Michelle?
0: The one I already have on the screen and have been clicking just to highlight and then unclicking to deselect um, over and over for like a minute now. So <laughs> Read it to I these good ready. people. Okay, we're gonna read the IMDB one. Uh, JD and I argued about whether the IMDB description or the shutter description was less spoilery. I lost the argument, but I also did not care very much. So if There's this a was specific the wrong choice
1: detail in the shutter yeah. description that I felt we w- we wanted to avoid.
0: And I felt like IMDb gave away more, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Life is an illusion. We're all going <laughs> to die soon. So according, <laughs> according to IMDb, May 1987, while returning from a nightclub and after having taken drugs, new girl in town, Sarah, and her friend Reba find a doll wearing a communion dress. From that moment, their lives will become a living hell. La Nina de la Communion, the Communion Girl, a Shudder original.
1: A Shudder original.
0: Janie, why don't you hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts first? Uh, okay.
1: Yeah, I'll give you my spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, Michelle, you know how I, uh, how I typically feel about uh, about ghost movies, and what uh, was interesting about this is for. Like, this is a Spanish language film, right? And we're not talking like like Mexico Spanish. We're talking about uh, the the motherland, España, Spain Spanish. Uh, it's uh, so I was expecting some uh, some you know feeling vaguely European. I found it very interesting that this very very much plays out uh, like uh, 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 an American story. Uh, and I just realized that was the word I wasn't going to say in this whole thing. And now I've said it, uh, oh, we're going to cut that part out. Uh, and I'm going to try these spoiler free thoughts one more time. Can you lead me back into that, Michelle? I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot.
0: I kind of prefer the idea of you just, uh, flailing for a little bit and just censoring the word okay. that you just said. So then they're like, oh, man, what does um, it mean? And then they hear you, I mean, it later should and I just like, go, oh, that's, Okay, that's, so <laughs> I'll
1: just go and bleep the word yeah, out. No. Yep, yeah, just bleep uh, the
0: word. I, I think it adds to our our spiral down the drain. Just, if we just yeah. bleep that in. <laughs> huh.
1: I, I feel like this movie had a lot of very American sensibilities in the, in the way it told its story, uh, the way it's all put together. Uh, this is very much typically... Not uh, a kind of movie that I really go for. Uh, I loved this movie. Uh, I thought it did a lot of things very effectively. There are a couple of moments of like real surprising pathos and, and emotion that snuck up on me. Uh, I, I, I really en- enjoyed this. Again, not typically the sort of thing I get into, uh, but I had a good time with it. I'm giving this one four out of five skulls.
0: Four out of five. Well, oddly enough, I from the way that we were speaking uh, right before we started recording and um, just about this movie in general and things we'd have to say about it, I was convinced that you would hate it. I oh, totally sure. thought this was going to be an episode where we disagreed and we only slightly disagree. I really enjoyed it, too. I'm um, I don't know what it is quite about this. The one word that you just said that you didn't mean to say was also going to be part of what I said, (laughs) but now I won't say I we'll say it plenty spoilery, in the spoiler section. But I'll section. censor myself. <laughs> um, I thought it was a, a fresh take on a story that we have heard before. Yes. Um, I thought they did. A, you know, it's nothing like brand new. We've seen this formula played out. But the things that they did add did spice it up to make it um, kind of refreshing and intriguing. And um, it definitely flounders at the end. Um, so that's oh, why I don't so? love it yeah i completely think so. oh so wow i completely 3. disagree 3.
1: Oh, that's 3.75 3. seven five. i'm sorry i didn't mean to 3. speak 3. over 5? you there uh, yes who no, okay. am i kidding yes i did I'm, i do it all yes, the time i'm are. very
0: rude i'm so sorry
1: <laughs> um, i'm
0: also rude um I, i'm trying to think of a rude thing i could say right now your dog is stupid I'm well, my dog's also stupid. Okay, that's that's kind of like the appeal of you he and is, I, our dog. Uh, really I,
1: I I prefer to use the word dumb. I feel like it has a little bit less cruel connotation than stupid. But no, you're not.
0: Oh, I tell Ellie that she's very stupid. And she looks so happy you're not that wrong. I'm talking to her. Riley is a yeah. he's a
1: he's a he's a real dummy. But uh, no, that's interesting, though, because there are some things where I think we're going to disagree on. And then as we get into the spoilers, because I had a totally different experience. I thought this movie started Mm. to have kind of a kind of a low point uh, in the middle. And then the the end really kind of brought me back around in a lot of ways. So that's going to be fun to talk about uh mm-hmm.
0: interesting so
1: 3.75 for michelle four for me that's an average of 3.875 is or is it 825 yeah. 3.875 i don't know I already closed out the it's something that, like the that. formula for me yeah so hmm. we uh uh overall very positive on the communion girl from uh director and uh, i believe also co-writer victor garcia Uh, If you want to go watch this movie before we get into the real deep spoilers here, now would be a good time for you to pause the episode and then uh, come back, uh, hit the pause button right about, uh, how about uh, now? Okay, cool. Did you come back? I hope you came back. Did they come back, Michelle? I came back. Yay.
0: I left for a bit, but I'm back. I was oh. going to try to buy another horse, but they are like, where did the last one we gave you go? And I went, we don't <laughs> want to talk about that. And they're like, you're banned from this pet shop. That's and I fair. went, a pet shop sells horses? That's a really <laughs> unique quality. You never see that anymore. And they're like, ma'am, please leave.
1: That's uh, so. yeah, that. Well, that's awfully rude of them. All you did was ask them about how, like, why they sell horses. That seems like a perfectly reasonable question for a pet <laughs> shop owner to you have to answer. You think
0: so. But I've also bought several horses from them already, so I get why they're okay. getting suspicious. So
1: ghosts <laughs> is the word that I didn't want to say yeah. earlier, guys, and then I went just ghost. right ahead and said it. The The shutter description tells you that this is a ghost movie, and I felt that that was a specific detail that it would be cool to leave for everybody and then immediately left it for nobody i I, did i remember to go back and put the beep over the word i sure hope i did i wrote (laughs) myself a note and everything
0: i hope you didn't because then all the floundering of like i'm gonna cut this out means Uh, nothing
1: no i have to i have to go back and and what an embarrassment man i I swear to God, I'm a professional, guys. I I swear, I know what I'm doing. Oh man. Uh, do you want to do that thing that you're so good at, Michelle, where you try yeah. to explain the the story of this movie to folks who just want to hear us talk about it and didn't bother to go watch?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm into a very uh very slim down description of this movie for those of you who haven't seen it. Sarah and Reba, Reba, Reba. Re- it's sure for Rebecca. How did they do the annunciation?
1: I think it's like a like a uh, Reba, Reba. Uh, Reba, Reba. No, yeah, <gasps> like, like a like Reba. Reba, Reba. Yeah, kind Reba. of. Uh, Reba, I Reba. I think you probably have to have spent your entire life uh, speaking uh, traditional Spain Spanish to probably really get the uh, the pronunciation correct. But yeah, like a it wasn't a Reba, it wasn't a Rebi, but it was somewhere in between the Reba. two. Yeah.
0: I got frog in my mind. Reba. I can do Reba. And then uh, is it Sarah, Sarah? Sarah? No, it's Sarah. It's Sarah. That <laughs> one's boring. Sarah and Reba. Okay. So Sarah and Reba. They are two friends and uh, Reba's kind of a bad girl and so she's like hey Sarah let's go up dancing with these boys and Sarah's like oh I don't know you're an influence on me I'm new in this town but okay and then Reba's like we're gonna do some drugs but you only have to do half a pill and Sarah's like that sounds cool I'm gonna do the cool thing and then they do some drugs and earlier in the day Sarah's little sister who's kind of a brat she had her communion and all the little girls got muñecas munye- which means Dolls in Spanish. Thank you, Duolingo. I knew that one. I was so proud. Um, Everybody got dolls except for her little sister who got a stupid rosary thing bead set necklace. The Catholic thing. Michelle. The beads.
1: I don't mean to interrupt you, but did a train just go by your house?
0: That was a horse. It's it's mad. Um, but yes, there was a train. Oh, I pass.
1: suddenly felt like maybe my like maybe I was having a stroke. You know, maybe I I no, know okay. when you have a stroke, uh, they say maybe sometimes if you smell toast randomly, that's not bad. And yeah. I thought maybe if you hear or you tra- hear trains, I feel like if you <laughs> randomly hear trains when they're unexpected, that's probably bad. It might not be an indicator <laughs> of a stroke but it's an indicator of you done fucked up somehow. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. i
0: be so scared. No, that's okay. <laughs> um... Oh, I had a way to loop it back to. Re- oh, you, uh, were just high on the drugs that Reba and Sarah had done, and you were hallucinating trains. Anyway, they have a good time, and uh, Sarah and Reba, their uh, dude who they got there with, leaves them there, and it's the '80s, so they don't have cell phones because horror movies are doing that now, where they're like, we can't get around the fact that cell phones exist, so we're just gonna put everything in the past before they did because that was easier for movie writing, and I agree. Yes, yeah, so then they're. Really uh,
1: have- <laughs> Created a nightmare for a lot of scenarios yes. in the
0: horror I am world. hyper aware of it in movies now, like how you can't get around the fact that cell phones exist movie and they're right? like, we're not, they haven't you been invented even, yet. You can't even like, do the smart. thing
1: anymore where it's like, yeah, we got cell phones, but there's no service out here. Where is there no service anymore? Almost yep. nowhere.
0: <laughs> anyway. Uh, the hospital, apparently. Every time my dad has to go to the hospital, which has been often lately, he's... Mostly fine. Nobody worry if you haven't heard that story from me yet. (laughs) Um, But apparently in the hospital, the place where you have to call all your loved ones and text them and keep them updated, that's where I get no service.
1: That's unbelievable.
0: Anyway, the communion, girl. The movie. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I keep
1: derailing the train. (laughs) I'm real bad at this.
0: (laughs) Derailing the train that went past my house. Uh, Okay, so... Reba, Sarah, left at the disco. They don't want to be left at the disco. They're going to get a car, and then they get a car, and it's the dude who sold Reba the drugs. His name is Chivo. Chivo! And, uh, Chivo and his friend Pedro, or I think they were calling him Pedrito or something really cute like that, yeah. Pedrito. Burrito? I don't know um, but they uh, they pick him up and and Reba's like I don't I don't know about this and Sarah's like let's go anyway and then Chiva's like ha 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 I'm gonna drive you to the forest and I'm gonna murder you or sexually assault you you don't know what's up and then the girls are like please stop and Pedro's like ha 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 that was really funny and Chiva was like yeah it was totally a joke I'm a really cool guy but then they see something moving from the car and Sarah new to the area she's like hey there was a little girl and everyone's like did you tell her about the little girl and everyone's like no and Sarah's like let me out I'm gonna go chase this girl in the dark woods without a cell phone or a flashlight or anything I'm just gonna chase her out there because that sounds really smart so then she gets out of the car and she goes chasing after this creepy fucking kid and then instead of finding a child she finds a doll and she's like whoa this doll that was left in the middle of the woods is clearly a beloved item to a child who would want it back they didn't just leave it out here because it's ugly and has terrible clothes and everyone's like well she knows about the doll guys and then she She goes home and now she's got stuff all over her arms or her one arm or whatever. And she's throwing up and her parents are like, you did drugs. And Sarah's like... Well, kind of but that's not the reason for this and then they're like you're grounded and she's like that's rude I'm not grounded I'm potentially possessed so then she goes to try to figure out what's going on and everybody's getting the marks on their arms and then uh, Chivo dies at some point and I don't think it's before they figure out this mystery part but maybe it is but basically there was a little girl she had marks and all the little girls they didn't want to touch her because of all the marks on her arms because children are assholes and she had owned that doll and every year When the communion happens, uh, the little girl's mom, Marisol's mom, uh, goes to try to see if anybody has seen her daughter. And she just keeps going for years. So one day her daughter's going to be 40 years old at the communion. That's how they're going to apparently meet up again that's her plan um, and throughout all of this uh, some haunting shit is happening and it's actually pretty sweet when the ghost shows up she sends them to a well is what it looks like we don't figure out until later that that's ruins. Um, but so they're locked in this watery spot and everybody's in a trance and they have to shake you awake while you think that you're drowning um, and then at the end of the mystery after a whole bunch of other shit happens they find out that the little girl drowned and uh, Sarah gives her a hug and everything is fine but then it's not fine because mr creepy bastard man is free now and then somebody else finds the doll at the end
1: yeah that was pretty good michelle thanks at some point i think i I practiced it can you tell we need to maybe uh if we ever get around to doing like a patreon or something uh, what we need to do is we need to do YouTube videos of you just summarizing movies. <laughs> <That'll>, <laughs> it'll just be it'll just be that's yeah. the that's the series is just clips of Michelle summarizing these movies. Oh man! Yeah, the one thing you I have, would
0: have so much fun with. Uh, that. <laughs> the one thing you did leave off
1: uh, that uh, I was uh, uh, just disappointed you didn't mention is right at the very beginning oh. uh, where we get the uh, the the prologue about the girl who's. Stabs oh, herself in the fucking neck with a fork.
0: Every time Ooh. we do, or every time I do a recap, I always forget the first five minutes of the movie, and I just get right <laughs> into the meat of it. Oh no, I that's, the same that's thing understandable. With quick I just, and I even thought, like, wow, when I do the recap, I have to make sure to mention this, and I still nothing, nothing. Yeah. The whole story about how this has happened before, and the two girls killed themselves. Yeah, that that stabbing neck thing. Great, that shot. was fucking
1: through. severe uh it really brought me in real quick i was like okay i i'm i'm ready to see what this movie gets up to uh let me ask yeah. you something because obviously the Ooh. the place where we already know we're gonna have some good back and forth is when you get to the end of mm-hmm. this movie uh but so after that that opening sequence uh it took me a little while to catch on but uh did you specifically notice really though like how American the plot of this movie feels, like you've got just you know some, yes. some teenagers who go out partying, like this this feels very much like an Insidious or or uh, not the in, or like The Conjuring or an Annabelle, so to speak, uh, you know, with the the dolls and everything. Did you get that same impression?
0: Yes, that was actually uh, one of my notes that I had made was that it specifically feels like an American ghost story. Yes. Um, This isn't a thing that we've seen in other regions as much. And then seeing it done from another region really somehow it just it makes you immediately aware like, oh. Yeah, maybe we haven't seen this done in Spain. It's just kind of assumed like, oh, a ghost story because it's what we grew up with. We've seen so many iterations of it. But yeah, this felt particularly American ghost story where I was like, this could have been, if this was in English, this would have been playing in theaters here. This would have been like a mainline (laughs) Funny you
1: mention that because before, look, this is a point that I was going to bring up. As long as we're here, let's just get right to it. I'm telling you right now, Within the next six to nine months, it will be announced that they are doing an English language American remake of this film.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's because ninety percent of the bad happen. reviews are because it's in Spanish on Shutter. Yeah, and it's people on Shutter just hate subtitles.
1: But and this is like I said, this is textbook American style ghost story, right? And I, I found out mm-hmm. that uh, the director of the the director and one of of three people credited with writing the film, Victor Garcia. This is actually his first Spanish language feature. He did a lot of work in the States on like uh, some direct-to-video things and some made-for-TV things. Uh, he did one of the Hellraiser movies, Hellraiser Revelations. He did Mirrors 2. Uh, he did a, a TV miniseries based in the 30 Days of Night universe. He also did the sequel, Return to House on Haunted Hill. And then this is his first Spanish language feature, and obviously there's very much a lot of that uh, American style influence going on here. At the same time though, uh, I don't know why, but this movie worked for me a lot more than most American ghost story type movies do. I'm not a big fan of the Conjuring franchise or the Insidious franchise. That's just not really my type of horror. And uh, uh, one thing that I like a lot about this is it does it feels to me like their jump scares, like their startle moments are not actually intended to be startle moments for the audience. But they're trying to communicate the experience of that startling moment happening to the people in the movie does that make sense and and do you feel like you saw that there Uh-oh. as well
0: I am so glad we are on the exact same wavelength today. First off, I do have to comment on Victor Garcia's history and I have to ask, how the fuck do you make this movie after making the 2.7 star IMDB rated Hellraiser Revelations
1: (laughs) Because look, I'd be willing to bet Hellraiser Revelations was a, Hey, you want to make this movie? Yeah. It's better than any other job I'm not doing right now. So, you know, and there you are.
0: It's just, Surprising that Hellraiser, which is one of my least and most favorite yeah. series, and because it is all over the place. So like, many, of the, and so many
1: of those later <laughs> movies are just shoehorned we gotta do another thing with the property or we're gonna lose the rights sorts of things I'm sure he was uh, beholden to a terrible script and and whatever but oh
0: absolutely I do not blame Victor Garcia in any way for how Hellraiser Revelations (laughs) came out it's just very funny that that movie produced anybody involved with that produced good content afterwards it's always like wow okay Um. I said a very snarky thing to a friend the other day where I was like wow I was watching this movie, and I thought this person looked really familiar, so I checked out their IMDb history and I was really surprised to learn that I had seen them before on Riverdale, and it turns out that they actually can act. <laughs> <laughs> because Riverdale is one of those things that I keep fucking watching and it's garbage Why do you do it's that garbage to yourself, it's not Michelle, good it's
1: trash
0: I'm a completionist I'm a completionist so I was yeah. one season in feeling very meh about it and now they keep putting out seasons and I can't just stop anyway the- therapy with Michelle we can talk so about can that can we, we maybe talk about the comedian girl a little bit more <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, I'm just wow. mad about Riverdale. Was, Give, me like real <laughs> Give me a second. That was like a real scolding, cat
1: voice kind of thing. I'm sorry. That was no, nah, that was uncalled I, for. No, I,
0: I feel ashamed. It's okay. I'm just, uh, oh, get my feelings in order. Okay. Um. Oh shit. He was second unit director yeah. on Bird Box Barcelona too. Oh, wow. Shit. Okay.
1: So yeah. so uh, uh from the scares the scares, the scares perspective, scared. you know, yeah, just
0: yeah. because I felt
1: like. Like, there was nothing wait, wait. here that. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to respond. Yeah, go I ahead. I want to respond. No, go it's ahead. okay.
0: I know I went off with, um, on Riverdale. I probably, you've taken away my privileges to be able to respond. But <laughs> no, that was one of the things that I also made a note of is that I think that's why this feels fresh and exciting despite the core story not being something brand new somebody finds something the thing is haunted it fucks up their lives like that's a a thing we've seen done so many different ways but when done in American ghost stories the scares are usually like when that mirror opens you expect to see somebody standing behind you and that kind of plays out in this where the mirror opens again and then you're expecting like American jump scare she's gonna close it now there's a face but instead that's not what happens it does introduce a scare to you but what's really scary is not just a millisecond of fear it turns into her being locked in this place and her parents having to wake her up out of this trance so instead of going for the cheap thrill of a scare it actually tries to bring you into a terrifying situation right? and I think that's why it works so well for me it felt like it was more earned yeah, when it's, that horror it's happened this,
1: it, uh, and, and I'm right there with you it is very much this sort of like um, it's like they said look we know that we can just you know make a loud bang noise and have something jump out at you and it'll it'll, it'll make you go uh you know we we can do that but that's what this does again for me what i felt like it was doing is it was communicating to us the experience of that terrifying you know ghost face comes out of nowhere in the flashing light or whatever as an experience for the characters in the movie but it's like it it used startling moments to develop atmosphere uh, which is mm-hmm. I I've, I don't think I've seen it in that direction before, right? Like a guy like Mike Flanagan is a guy who earns so many amazing jump scare moments and so many things that he does because he's so effective at it's not that something just startles you out of nowhere. It's that you've been so drawn into what's going on that you've ultimately forgotten. Hey, we're still watching a fucking horror movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas this is, is like the inverse of that. It's like using that experience of what it's like to be uh, in, in the presence of those ghosts to develop an interesting atmosphere of dread. And I thought it was really effective and then when they get into the more physical stuff with these people just getting tossed around rooms and shit, I just I mean it's not that I've never seen anything like that before, but I thought it was really effectively done and uh uh a lot of that stuff just kind of came out of nowhere. I really appreciated that.
0: I concur. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I, I
1: guess we should probably uh get to the 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 climactic portions of this movie yeah um you said you thought it kind of went off the rails a bit and and floundered at the end tell me a little bit about what you uh where where that comes from
0: i think this movie um it surprised me in how much i enjoyed it i thought it was going to be a standard ghost thing and kind of tired and just like middling movie so then the fact that it gave this ending that didn't really wrap anything up which fine but we were thinking we're gonna get a happy ending which okay fine we've seen that but instead we're gonna get so many questions um and it comes kind of out of left field it felt like none of those those options where it was going versus where it did go, none of that felt like the right ending. I think I expected it to be something new in the way that, the scares throughout the rest of the movie had been so new to me that it tried to do something new. It didn't just give us the standard happy ending and then like maybe just foreboding music as it like zoomed in on the doll, which is what it kind of felt like it might be doing. And instead it introduces this creepy man. But then that felt like, Oh, well, I mean, I guess it's new, but it's not good. I think I just had higher hopes because it had, elevated them so much by that point so
1: when you're talking about floundering at the end you mean literally that end moment uh where they're like oh uh we uh uh you know we didn't you know solve anything or whatever we just kind of set something free and then the creepy million tooth creepy man face comes out of the shadows uh and it goes to black and then we go into the little epilogue with the doll uh, you're talking specifically about just that portion.
0: I would say because that portion exists, then the rest of the ending doesn't work for sure. me either. Okay. Whereas if that portion had been different and they had just done something different, then I would be specifically talking about those three yeah. seconds. But then it's like, well, this lead up just feels weird. Yeah. Then it doesn't mesh. Uh, the
1: the first thing I would say is uh, I feel like, again, in true uh, American ghost story, horror movie fashion, uh, I think it's very obvious that what they were doing at the end is they're trying to set this up for franchise, right? Like they they like mm-hmm. they're trying to make this, but I, I I do agree with you on that. That very last thing where just because I, I imagine you're probably thinking the same thing, uh you know, they ultimately like they're in the ruins. Uh she first of all, uh Everything that happens uh, in, like, say, the last 20 minutes or so of this movie, except for that very last bit, I fucking love. Uh, it gets, re- like, again, it gets ratcheted up tension. There's uh, all these people getting just tossed out of, like, people just getting, and it's clear, they're clearly getting yanked by wire rigs, right? But it's done so effectively that you don't see anything. There's, like these, uh, I imagine some stuntmen had some real rough days. Uh, making this, I like movie. some good yoinks. Um,
0: Just put also, some good yoinks in my movie. Uh,
1: I thought it was super intense uh, when uh, when Reba uh, is is under the influence of the of of Marsol uh and she comes out of it like her dad shakes her out of it and she comes out of it and just stab- here's what i want to know she stabs him in the neck like three or four times with whatever that thing is she was holding and later on she says to to sarah i almost killed him how the fuck did she not kill him you saw her stab him in the neck did you not
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought we were going to then reintroduce him and he would know something and that's why he had to live. So the fact that he did live, I have questions, but maybe having him die would have added so many complications to the story that they're like, well, we know he got fucked up, but he can't die because it's just going to be complex. Police are going to have questions. We're not going to be able to get around that very easily. This is a little less confusing.
1: And then so they get to the, the big ending sequence. Uh, which uh, I mean, I, I think we have to to admit right away, definitely has a uh, uh, a bit of a of an homage, I, I think you could say to uh, to the ring uh, with the uh, the well uh, and the the child in the well. Uh, I, I I did enjoy the way this this all worked and and look uh, maybe it's just me. I'm sure it's not going to have the same resonance with everybody. Uh, but I think a big part of it is I was very much in that mindset at this point that, oh, this is just a very American style ghost story that's been pretty well executed up until now. I was not prepared uh, for my genuine emotional reaction to when this, because this corp- first of all, that corpse girl is fucking great body horror effects. Holy shit. I love bones cracking and, and bodies all warped up. But just that transition into like, uh, like you know, fucking kid just wanted to be hugged, you know, just uh, like that, like kid stuff. You know me, kid stuff really gets me in the guts. Uh, and I, I thought that was just like uh, a little bit my like I. That's what I'm super worried about. If they do uh, have an American English language remake of this, is they're gonna fuck all that good stuff up somehow. But uh, no, I I was surprised by uh, like I. I mean, it's not like. Academy Award emotional level stuff, but I was, I was, it was more than I was expecting. Uh, did, uh, how did you feel about that?
0: I. When they make the American version, there's definitely going to be an evil pastor aspect, and I have to brace myself for that because I totally thought that's where we were going. So on. did I. In this I was movie. I was ultimately getting yep. to that
1: point. Is and yeah,
0: Americans gonna cheap out and just do it?
1: Yeah. No. Well, and I don't I, I don't know that I would say that's cheaping out. Like they they get to that point where they're uh, they're talking about how something enticed her into the ruins and into the well. I 1000% was like, oh, it's the old priest is he's yep. some sort of, you know, w- well, we know what some priests have a reputation for. Uh, and so I thought it was going Being towards extra that Extra godly. Right. Yeah. Extra Modern godly. Uh, so I just extra I felt godly. like it was so structured to push us towards that, that that's a big part of why that ultimate ending didn't quite work for me. Uh, i'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure. and if it is something that they're setting up for a, a sequel, uh where there's gonna be I don't know, maybe there's some connection between the creepy man and the priest or or whatever,
0: they're the same person the the
1: ultimately <laughs> to me, then what that does is that makes me feel like, okay, really, what you did here is you you made a part one and a part two and didn't tell me. You made a part one and a part two. And if if I'm not going to be getting a full story, I would like to know that going in at least.
0: Hmm. I don't think it felt necessarily like this is a part one, part two kind of thing for me. Um, it just didn't feel complete. Like like you said, they, they might be saying up for a franchise, but until you mentioned that, I didn't think, oh, they went into this with the intention of making a sequel. It just felt like a not well thought out ending and because it's not well thought out and because it is getting some good reception um, that, you know, there might be a sequel. There might be an American remake. Um, I didn't think that they went into it. With that intention, to me, it just felt like, oh, we're going to do something fresh because everybody's seen the other alternative, but we just didn't figure out what to do correctly. oh
1: no, th- I guess yeah, that's entirely possible. I uh, I read it in the other direction. I thought very, I, I thought it like it read to me very much like, oh, uh, we're trying to to set this up. So like obviously, it's all going to depend on how well it goes. But we want to get it ready so that if it does go, we have more story that we want to tell. I definitely felt like, like there was a bit of that here. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess time will tell. Uh, But oh yeah, uh, I always
0: find it interesting when we completely differently interpret like what was their intention with this. So that's interesting. I would be curious to know because he did work on American films, so he does know the process. Maybe
1: I thought the I thought the ghost slash monster effects. Uh, were really good I thought that thing was real creepy the way it does appear again I wasn't ever like jump out of my seat startled but I, it was still effective in creating a real creepy mood uh, overall I, I I and this felt like an American movie that's better than most American ghost movies that I've seen in a long time uh, and I just I, I had real good fun with it
0: yeah, I, I'm going to be curious um, to see whether my friends who aren't as into horror and haven't seen every single goddamn movie that has ever been made, if they watch this movie and they feel the same, or if we are just so tired of the same trope that seeing something new and uh, different is just extra exciting to us. I'm I'm going to definitely watch it with people, and I'm looking oh, forward no, to finding out that mystery. Are you, oh, hey, what? Are you
1: still there? Oh.
0: Hey, I am okay. Cool. I
1: lost you for just a moment. I think everything will be fine oh. as long as your recording was continuing to roll. But yeah, I lost I am you.
0: Still recording. I lost it you just the briefly there. Girl. Oh my god!
1: The there is
0: one girl. thing that I,
1: I I forgot to mention because I got caught up in talking about something else. But one thing again in that ending sequence that I really enjoyed. Uh, that I thought was, uh, I mean, it was especially bleak, but I thought it was unique and effective. Is not only obviously that whole thing where the uh, the girl's uh, bloated, rotted uh, well corpse like is is touching the woman's face, Sarah's face, and then leans in as if to to like feel her heartbeat, right? Uh, but then you mm-hmm. see the well start to fill up, uh, and it's it's very melancholy, and I I enjoyed is not the right word, but I appreciated it, and I thought it was very effective, but I thought it was. Real fucking bleak that the ultimate point of that sequence was not that she was trying to kill Sarah, she just wanted Sarah to hold her until she had died and then let her go so she didn't die alone and that like really like like registered with me on a on a lot of levels i thought that element of that sequence that the instant in the in the flashback with everything going on there uh, the the instant the girl unfortunately dies then the water recedes again and sarah is gone but i that was i thought it was bleak but really really strong i liked that a lot
0: and I felt that was completely overshadowed by then what they did at the very end. Because yeah. it was kind of like a happy ending in a way. Obviously, yeah. that's bleak, but it's like, oh, she wasn't trying to harm us. Or she was, but not like th- there was a reason for it that we didn't expect. And then it was just overshadowed by creepy dude.
1: Yeah. And and uh, I guess we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, overall, uh, a, a, a really see. enjoyable experience. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, I, I what, maybe you want to go check it out now, even though we've
0: spoiled everything for you. Uh, There's so much we haven't even gotten into. It's worth seeing yeah. those scary moments. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's fun. It's, it's really, really fun. yeah,
1: it's really effectively uh, done horror movie, right? It's yeah, it's it's definitely worth seeing. Yeah. All right. Go check it out. So, uh, what are we talking about next week, Michelle?
0: God. Damn it, I closed my spreadsheet. Um, it is because they changed the August schedule. I oh, think did it's they? bad things next week.
1: Okay, bad well, things. Well, yeah, they
0: did. And so I was prepared for the elevator game and Ooh. birth rebirth, and instead we have the communion girl and bad things in August. Okay. It ruined everything. And they keep doing that to us. After we put up our schedule, they change it. Hey, I think shutters onto us.
1: It happens, it's man. They're just trying to throw us curveballs, but we're still hitting
0: them. <sighs> Jump scares. Out of Jump the scares. Park. <laughs> Out of park. the park. The park of oh. our mental health. So, uh,
1: no. uh, is there anything else? I don't know.
0: No, I think I need to go drink more Red Bull and then play Zelda until 3 a.m. because uh, that's a really mentally healthy thing to do. And I feel like after this, I really just need to be, like, super well, you know, just really... Get in touch with my psychological well being.
1: (laughs) Cool. uh, (laughs) Hey,
0: well being. That's what the girl uh, in this this movie was. She was a well being. Oh, good night, (laughs) Michelle.
1: We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cakehole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at wewatchshutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way, on the web at wewatchshutter.com, or by email at Mail at WeWatchShudder.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it, if you dare.